What's up, everybody? Hi, Echoey. Hi, everyone. Hello. What's up, everybody? I, well, that was interesting. I think it's me. One sec. Sorry, guys. I'll turn my mic okay. off. TGIF people. <laughs> we are here. Miranda, BR the star, Amanda, Missy. I know I saw Muffy in here earlier. Muff, Muff. Queen. Hi, Miranda. <laughs> Amanda. Queen. <laughs> okay. Miranda. Delaney. Amanda. Queen. I just, I just hear myself screaming in the background. I remember we voluntary Delaney. I just hear myself. Yeah. You're talking back to yourself again? Yeah, I'm just talking to me. Just me talking to me. You know, that's how we do it. So sorry we were late. I could not get my computer to start whatsoever. So it's all restarting now. But I was like, yeah, I'll just do it from my phone. I can't push as many cool buttons, but I'll figure it out. Old school tea, you know. We're getting there. Hey, guys. Technical problems. <laughs> sorry. It's weird, though, because we didn't have anything coming on. But I don't know what happens when you go live that it just makes it. There can only be one tree. So I don't know. I hear two of me right now, and it's kind of a headache. <laughs> Mod squad. She goes. Here's just dogs everywhere. I have to say this name right here, this involuntary polymath, it makes me think of like all this common core crap that gives me a headache. Like it's like all it's all mathy. Missy, the the puppies, the Barbara Roberts puppies. The Barbara puppies. Was Cooper and Luke? <laughs> oh, Cooper and Luke. How cute is that? Mm. Stop it. Oh, yeah, we're yeah, we're all we're all little animal freaks. We are. <laughs> we love you, Miranda. This channel has the cutest puppies ever, and cats. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of puppies, speaking of puppies, I got the call today that I can go pick up my new puppy on Wednesday. Oh, you know that puppy's going to be plastered all over here next week. Yeah, well. so she showed me the puppy the puppies pictures and have you showed everybody he's so she's so cute no i haven't showed everybody do you have a pic that you could put up i can't do anything on my phone so she's so cute maybe in a second okay <laughs> but, but um she says she shows me the picture and she said i'm just trying to convince my husband i'm trying to wait to see if he says yes and i said so you mean you're trying to wait for them to email you back <laughs> and i literally took a screenshot of it she had already emailed them and trying to get the dog <laughs> you're already negotiating this he will be fine will. we will I make will. this work <laughs> it's nice well, that he's, you know, he's, been that like, he's been like okay with it you know he's yeah. like like which is more than normal because i you know i'll take home any animal like i'm like oh there's the dog Maybe i think we talked about like but, the kids, now you're getting it? Uh-huh. Oh, good. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know how the other dogs are going to do, but. They're ready. I picture you with a golden name? retriever. I would love a golden retriever. I love golden retriever. Are you keeping her name? Oh, I don't know. I didn't hear you say that. Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody. We asked the little what he wanted to name her, and he said he, said he was going to name her Soda Pop. Oh, stop okay. it. Well, and I'm no, like, no, okay, we're, we're, we're not naming her Soda Pop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's try something else. And then I, what was his other name? 
like All right, why don't we name one of our new fish Dorito? Oh, I love that. I do. And I was like, <laughs> you little jungle guys. That's ridiculous. fine. You can name the fish. <laughs> yeah, you can name the fish. So, um, okay, so we'll just tell a little side story before we get started on true crime, just because it's funny, or at least I think it is. Um, so we used to have a sucker fish. We had him for like six, seven years, a long time. Like, you know, like the Placostomus. And my daughter was little when we got him. And so she named him and she named him Dorky. So he was Dorky the whole time we ever had him. He actually died like six months ago. Um, well, we got new sucker fish like more recently. And I was like, I can't find this. I can't find the sucker fish. And he's all, those are not fish. I'm all, yeah, they're fish. Like, what do you, what else, what do you think that they are? And he's all, they're dorks. Oh, they're dorks. I love that. I do. I love that. They're dorks. Yes, babe. I can't, my love, but your daddy. Coco. <laughs> Name it Coco. Oh my gosh, you guys, we saw the funniest clip today. It had nothing to do with crime, but <laughs> it was the funniest little skit thing. I'm Come busy, me. baby. I can't do so it. Funny. I think I had a dog named Coco at one yes. point. I think I had two dogs for a while when I was little. Like Coco was like that name. And I had a gizmo too. Like gizmo. All the cats I've ever had are named Kitty. Kitty? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta name your dog Kitty. Kitty. I feel like that's the right thing to do. So I have rose after wine because I went through a crazy like rose phase for a good year or two, <laughs> and that's when she came along. So Rose. Rose. Okay. Do you call her Rose or do you call her like Rose or Rosie? Oh no, her name is Rose Annalise McCaffrey. So freaking fancy. Wait, she has That's a middle name? Mom. She has a middle name too. They all do. Does she have a job? What the hell? She should. She needs one for how much money she You're talking like a social security number? This is the dog I have to give all the medicine to. She's, it's like she has a, a oh. stent liver, a stunt liver or something like that. I don't know. I'm going to have to post that video on like that on the puppy thread that you guys have going in the in the group. That's so cool. We have that too. That was such a good idea. That was. That was a good idea. Can you go in there uh, and find him? Put their pictures there, though. He's not out here, honey. My God, dog. Yep, Missy's her Godmama. He's you he's not out here. Baba? Go check the room. Named Pink. I could have a dog named Pink. I had I had a dog named Dog D O G like D O G. <laughs> was there a show called that dog? Dog, speaking of crime, nice segue. All right, so what case do you guys want to talk about first? We got, got all kinds of updates this week, got yeah. all kinds oh of things happening gosh. again. I'm gonna go with Kamari. Okay, so that one's that one's like a hard one to just start with. Maybe we should wait. We gotta work our way into that one. <laughs> it is. I know. I was just thinking about my hairspray stud muffin. JB. Let's do that. Let's do yeah, I let's love him. I love him. His hair was on fire today, and so was he. <laughs> he got he got a text on live TV and he handled it like a pro. He read that text twice. He sent it to the newsroom. He was, I mean, what case were we talking about? Because JB was on it. <laughs> JB was it was Gabby. I love him. <laughs> he was, he was on it though. Because he was like, well, let me check and see if I had a if I got a reply from Bertolino, yeah. which is the laundry's <laughs> attorneys. Uh, JB's mine. Hi, Jed Lou. 
This is what's great sure about what live TV. Things happen on live TV. <laughs> well, I he's really good at it, though. I mean, he's good at, like, just, <laughs> I, you know, off the cuff, like, this is what's happening and just keeps going. I think that he's, like, so, he's so, I'm, I'm going to say full of himself, but, like, I, I eat it up. Like, he's just so, <laughs> you know, he's just, I don't know. There's something about him that just, like, fascinates me. His co-workers, I wonder how his co-workers, like, <laughs> I wonder if he's like that off camera. <laughs> oh, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Muppy, thank you. I'm going to be like, uh, hashtag, hey, JB, criminality loves you. <laughs> we love you, JB. Yeah, right. We love you, JB. <laughs> like, I'll even watch your Facebook lives, and I hate Facebook lives. I know. I can't do Facebook lives. I can't. Well, I it, update me with this laundry case. I am, I'm kind of. Okay. So, oh, oh. Steph, what's up? Um, he's delicious. Sorry. I don't see, I don't think he's that good looking. I just think that he's very intelligent and he is very good off the cuff on the spot. He doesn't let there be a lot. Of, he's not like, there's not a lot of dead air. Uh, okay. you know, he is just going. Yeah. He's bossy. Bossy. He's so just they filed, the parents though, they filed the lawsuit again. Uh, Gabby's parents filed the right. lawsuit against the laundries and like, thank you so God. much. It's so like, it's so satisfying that lawsuit that they they're saying that they knew the whole time they were trying to help them, which we all knew, but now like seeing it on paper, like in this lawsuit is very like. They actually believe it to be true. Okay. So um, Gabby Petito's parents filed a lawsuit alleging there's no evidence in the documents. So as JB would say, it's literally all accusations with no evidence. Like it's allegations with no evidence. So it's, um, they're basically saying that um, Brian called his parents probably the day after it happened. And then um, as he was driving back, he was making all the fake text messages and fake phone calls to um, Nicole, which is Gabby's mom. And he, uh, this little guy, yes, kid. We're all listening. In. Okay, well, you have to answer. He said, the daddy said, what do you want? And he said, but he didn't answer my question. The dad. You asked him a question and he didn't answer? Well, I think that Stephen Bertolini is. Okay. I mean. Go ask again. Foundationally correct when he said that, you know, they had no obligation to speak. And, and that's like foundationally, like that might be correct that they didn't have to. But like the lawsuit did say about like common decency would provoke them to and they didn't and so that's why they're filing for the damages which i just i get i think that is correct common decency would have a, those parents speak and tell them what they knew yes yes and no i, I go both ways um because if they did know what morally they should have said something but that is their kid it's almost like you can't save her, so can you save him? Especially if they knew he was suicidal. Right. I'm wondering if, oh. because we don't have the conversations that, that Bertolino had with like the FBI and stuff. We don't know exactly what was said. Was something said? I don't know. I don't know, I go back well, to it because it is, it's their right to not talk. I, they are his parents. I, I would have a hard time. You but know. Here's, here's what I think about this is that the justice system is designed to it's designed a certain way and for the most part it works and him let's say that they they did know they weren't counting on him killing himself though like that is 
exactly. I mean, they they basically sealed their son's fate of dying when they didn't just turn their son in because had they just turned him in and followed the legal system, like your son or not, he's an adult. You know, he did this wrong thing. Um, the knowledge of that wrong thing would make you party to the crime and you did not turn him in. And now he's dead. Like that is directly because you did not turn him in. That's another life. I agree with that. I think it's interesting that there, that part of the paperwork also says that, um, her parents are alleging that they were trying to help him leave the country. Oh, wow. Yeah. There is no, there is no law in Florida that compels parents to tell on their children. I, that's true. Um, uh, MJ made it so glad that is Barb's dogs in the background and, uh, Sandra. Hi, Sandra. Miscellaneous. Correct. I'd rather my kid face the music than be alligator food. Like 100%. Um, I, I think it's their fault. Like that. He died. I, I wonder if they think it's their fault. Yeah. The only thing I didn't get was in the paperwork. Did did you take it like the sister knew? No, I don't think I. I feel like I believed the sister, like because when she was did like, you? I don't know if my parents were involved, and I just want this, you know, to stop. You know, I, I feel like she was like blindsided. You know, like she was what? the first. She she came forward. She was one of the first family members on that side to come forward or even mm -hmm. do an interview. I believe. Yeah. The She's the only one. The other, the parents have not spoken to anybody. Yeah. Oh, wow. mm -hmm. And when she came out mm -hmm. to talk to JLR, she was like, listen, my kids are inside and they hear what you're saying right now. Like that would be, that would be my reaction also. Yeah. Like if, if my sibling had done something and there was reporters shouting like crazy things outside my house, I would be like, excuse me, my kids are inside. You need to quit. Absolutely. Well, I think I, she did the right thing, but so I just wondered if they or they were implying that they thought she knew because it didn't seem to me that she really knew much of anything. Um, the other big, what was the other big bombshell thing? And I wasn't bombshell, but it was interesting um, information. It was that was that they had, they had, so he told his they're alleging that he told his parents on I believe it was the twenty eighth um, of August, and then they called the attorney. Um, they, they called their attorney that same day or the next day mm -hmm. and then retained him a couple days later, like the first or second of September. But immediately, so before Brian actually arrived back in Florida, they had already called the attorney, even though they're stating he's just their attorney, so they talk to him all the time. Maybe with dealing with the, the media so much, they were in constant communication with their lawyer, possibly. Nobody even knew she was missing until until that the September 11th. And so and September 10th, Brian's mom blocked Gabby's mom on her phone oh, yeah. and on Facebook. Yeah. No wonder they because didn't they show up? Didn't the dad go to the house like on the 11th? That was always kind of up in the air. Some people said that he showed up. Some people said that he didn't show up, that, that he had sent like a he had called and um there was like an altercation like that and then the cops had to go out to do the welfare check but i don't know if it ever got confirmed whether he showed up on their property himself or not i thought he had been on i thought he had gone there um and that would have been like my signal to like go knock on their door like you blocked me excuse me like i would have been did there. these two families have communication because their children were together like did, were they close or you know 
Yeah. They weren't close, but they said they were cordial. Like they had, they, you know, they knew each other. They knew of each other. They obviously had each other's cell phone numbers. Um, so Amanda says um, the husband that, oh, so the sister's husband said in that same interview, we can't even hear you in the house. <laughs> probably. I don't even remember that, but it probably. <laughs> obviously they knew they were out there because they went out there like a guns a blazing. They just wanted them off their porch. How embarrassing. <laughs> like, oh, away, my neighbor. That's the one I do remember. So, but they retained this attorney before they were told that Gabby was actually missing. So that's the big point of the timeline. And so I think it was September 1st or 2nd, they retained the attorney, which one, if he's been their attorney for a long time, I'm not sure why they're giving him another retainer, but that's a whole nother story. Um, but if, why are they retaining an attorney when she's not actually reported missing until September 11th? What did they need the attorney for? Right. What did they know? Possibly. So... I think that um, there was, when the first came out, the cousin that was on TikTok had said that Brian was pulled over in the van on the 11th and Gabby wasn't in it. And that, and so that was the TikTok that was originally posted that he had been pulled over on the 11th. And I don't know where, I always thought that was interesting because like where, where were you headed, you know, in the van alone? But is that true? I've never heard that. Yeah, that was what the TikTok video said. I probably have that saved somewhere. Or Was it ever confirmed that he was actually pulled over and she wasn't in the van? Um, well, I thought that was how they found that, how it came to light that she was missing. Because they couldn't get a hold of her. And then they pulled Brian over. And he was alone without Gabby. And then... It was, and then the, then there was like an announcement, like kind of like, it was kind of like added. It was like, well, we know that Gabby is no longer with her van. Stop looking for the van. They told everybody we're looking for our daughter. Like she, we know that she's separate from the van. Okay. So Amanda said, yeah, the cousin did say that and it was never confirmed. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if I'd ever heard that one. Um, Ashley Banfield called them out saying they didn't have client. They don't have, that's right. Um, I think that, I don't know if I still have that interview or not, but that was a really good interview she did with um, Bertolino. And it was a three-way conversation or all of them were on the phone at the same time. And it throws out the, the attorney client privilege because you can't have um, multiple people on the call and then call it confidential. Yeah. No way. Oh, okay. Okay, Miranda said it was said, but not confirmed. Ashley Banfield gave me life in that interview. I know. She, she did a good job. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other big things. You guys think of any other big things that happened in that? Christine, do you remember any other ones that need to be? Yeah, oh, so... what do you guys think? You guys think, it's okay? you guys think that, that uh, this is a civil suit just to get information to see if they can be criminally charged? Because that's kind of the feeling I got. Yeah. Mm, that's I mean, interesting because they didn't i mean a hundred thousand like that was, was that was strange to me because like definitely i think that their pain and anguish is worth more than that absolutely for, for absolutely. what for what happened if it's all true or if they can prove it i a hundred thousand is them being very you know um reserved right i feel like it's literally one of those cases of a civil case to get information, to get a deposition, get it on record, and then hopefully get criminal charges brought. That's how I feel. Hi, Tiff. Hey, Tiffy. It's kind of like with, uh, with Ayla Reynolds, it, you know, 
try to obtain that evidence that way. Well, yeah, you don't have another choice. They're not going to talk. They're not cooperating. So if you want to charge them with anything, and I, if I recall, and I don't remember all the ins and outs of it because I haven't looked at it now for a little while, but there's there are things about accessories that you cannot have accessory in the state of Florida. There's certain charges that they cannot be charged with for accessory. Um, obviously, murder is not one of those, but I, they, I don't know. There was a lot of issues with the accessories after the fact when it came to giving them charges. So. I think this is like a workaround almost. It's the only thing I can come up with because like you said, a hundred thousand is. What's that for? If it gets about the information. Yeah, has to be. it has to be, that's. So this is a good thing. Like what do like we think actually happened to Gabby? And I, on, I think that he, he hit her. I think she, he just beat her with fists probably. Well, yeah, it was, she had blunt force trauma. Yeah, so she's saying, like, do you think chasing her or hit her with, like, a stone, a stone, a rock or something? Like, that's so terrible to think about. But I think that he probably was, he probably just beat her, punched her and stuff, and then strained her. I did see her behavior when she had the encounter with the officers, and she was very, very huge signs of big problems in that relationship. Just with that alone, not knowing anything of anything, just watching that alone. Can you imagine? I like picture him like punching himself, like going crazy in that van, like when he sees the police. Yeah, like punching yeah. himself and just like, oh god. Uh, was there a YouTuber or a TikToker or somebody that gave them a ride? Oh, there's there was there was a TikTok girl who had given him a ride. Okay, him um, and then somebody else came forward saying that they had also given him a ride. Uh, it was a very weird situation like that. One of the like I had to sit down and literally like write out a timeline for that stuff because it was like it was very strange. It, she, like, she was killed the 27th, 28th. Like she had to be killed right there. Um, the tic- the couple on TikTok are the one. Like, the girl. The couple on the, YouTube. Um, on YouTube. Yeah, it well, was that um, star spangled one. Oh yeah, the Bethunes. But the couple that gave him a ride gave him a ride from like the Overlook area to Jackson Hole area, or was that is that the other way? Yeah, I, see, that's right, over- I don't remember the end. They dropped out, him off now. at the Overlook area or something, and then from there he got a ride from the one solo female to the camp area. But it was weird because he did. He was like hitchhiking away from the scene, and then he hitchhiked like back to the scene. So, because he needed, I guess he decided he was going to go back and get his car. The car. And then this notebook. Whatever happened with the notebook? Um, I don't, you know what? I don't actually know who ended up getting it. I know his parents were fighting for it, but I don't know if they actually ever ended up getting it. I saw a lot of questions on that everywhere, too, about that notebook. Somebody in chat might know. And her yeah, Diane, I agree. The money means nothing. It's all about the information. Uh, Leslie says, I think that after he killed Gabby, called his mom, told her everything, and she was like, get home and call the lawyer. Mm-hmm. I agree. And he was like, mom, I really screwed up this time. Mm-hmm. I think, I think they knew about all the abuse and how tumultuous their, their relationship was. I have a cut on my tongue, guys. I'm sorry. My- <laughs> <laughs> Show us. Come close to the camera. Let me see. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. He asked for a ride to Jackson, and when they said they were in Jackson Hole, that's right. That's what it was. Because we were talking about that. He, I think he thought he was getting a ride to, like, Jackson, like, Mississippi. 
Like, I think he thought he was getting a ride, like, far away. Ride, and then ride. he found out that there was a Jackson Hole, and he was like, no, 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 no. Like, that's, what are you talking about? Like, I don't want to go there. Because he had given him, like, $200 or something that, that didn't make sense to go, like, you know, 15 miles. Right. Missy knows a lot about this one. <laughs> and Amanda. Man, I was on top one. of that, like, looking at Instagram posts, like, looking at the videos, looking at, like, sky cameras and stuff. <laughs> I was they do I was gonna, give a lot though for I was this trying video. to solve that one really hard. <laughs> well, that really the, hard. If you remember, they actually the news the news helicopter was was actually circling when the cops mm -hmm. had got to the location, was circling and actually caught her on camera. They're actually the ones who found her. Mm -hmm. So it was it was a live feed and they were circling because that they, they had seen the the crew was there and the crew was going to be out looking. Um, so they were circling too, and they saw her before they came yeah. and put the tent and everything over. That's never been leaked though, or anything. Like they took, they didn't. They got I mean, it down. Obviously, they edited it right, yeah, and it it never got leaked again. So every anybody that says, "Oh, I have pictures," they're lying. It didn't oh get leaked. Oh, insane! That happened with um. That happened with. Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe I I'm remembering incorrectly, but that was also the case at Delphi. That the camera crew, yes. the live feed had caught the bodies and they took it down right. And then, and that that's why it's edited the helicopter footage. But supposedly the helicopter did actually find, like, did see the girls, but not the one who actually found them. But it did capture them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was, Diane, I was watching that while it was live. Did I realize what I was watching at the time? No. no. That's crazy. That's insane. I about died when the cops said they knew his location, and then when the raid happened, they came right out and said he was missing. Oh, God, that was... Well, that was infuriating. Absolutely. And it's because they were pinging his cell phone, and his cell phone was pinging at the house. So, like, well, he got... They, had, they said they had people out there watching, and that, like... They... But they saw his mom arrive home and confused his mom with him. Was it dark, storming, smoky out also, and... <laughs> <laughs> like what were the conditions like <laughs> yeah, so I think it'll be very interesting whether they win or lose this civil case I think I, I do I really believe it's about information I think it's about getting what they have to say on record because they will never talk to anybody which once again is their right it is. It is. but morally I don't know how they'll ever have friends again oh, they're, they're, the friends list is down no and that this case was one that was like so many like the conspiracy was off the chain like so many different things like his they parents planted the body there was an underground bunker that he was like well, because so many things to, were very weird. Oh, yeah remember the hand was coming out of the flower bed yeah so that was not and i looked at that video pretty extensively for reddit and um very extensively and the mom is actually wearing like a um she has like a, maybe like a, a whistle or like a necklace or like a pen or something. It's like something on like a long lanyard. And when she bends over, it flashes the, the light. And then Ooh. she stands back up. You could see it on her. And that's what that was. There was, there was no hand. It was her, whatever was on the lanyard flashed the light. And then she faced it up and walked away. Oh, well, that makes sense. I mean, I didn't, I, 
Well, did I think it was possible? Absolutely, because she did. Anything's possible. Me too. But, me too. Um, I did. <laughs> I think it bothered me the most that they were so adamant about searching in that reserve, and then they they just would not back away. But yet, they had they didn't know he was actually there. And if they were pinging his cell phone, which was at the house, which is why they thought he was there, I don't know. I don't know. It really bothered me that the it took them quitting. They quit the search. And then the parents are like, okay, well, we're going to go out and look for ourselves. And then all of a sudden, okay, the cops are like, okay, we're going to go with you. And then, okay, here he is. I mean, you could have wandered around a little bit longer and like, you know, play, like you could have, you know, gone in a few more circles, done a few more laps before. I mean, you just walked straight over there and like, that is suspicious. And it's like, okay, well, when we searched that area (laughs) to begin with, it was flooded. And then the day that he was found, it wasn't flooded, but I'm like, okay. So before you left, you I mean, you left the day before, so you would have seen that it wasn't flooded. The, the flooding didn't recede overnight. Right. So I, I just, I don't know. I, it's mind boggling to me. I, I'm, I'm with BR with this one. Maybe they're, they're inside this whole case to maybe get even more information even on the parents as well, on top of, you know, what, what they actually did know. I think that's it. <laughs> BR is a star. <laughs> Ignore my. <laughs> I've been at the park. Be professional. Never come up. Oh gosh. We just do it I also think the dad took his son on the field, and that's why he walked right to him. Well, it was interesting that they walked up to evidence, and then the then his body was found. And I also find it weird that they basically acted like they had a piece of his skull. That's but right didn't say that they actually had a ton of his bones. They had found a ton of stuff, but they acted like they didn't find a ton of stuff. And then some people went out there the next day and found some more stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That those people on like YouTube or TikTok or whatever had like gone out the next, like after the crime scene had left, um, they went out there like, and they found other, like the, like that water bottle and they found, Somebody else found that gun that was out there. But we don't, that was never confirmed. Yeah, unrelated. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, Lori, I, you know, they did admit after the, after Brian was found that they did have cameras up around his house, that the neighbors had allowed them to put up cameras to watch the house. So you're yeah. probably very right that they saw Roberta on one of those cameras and then they, that said, oh, okay, so well, that's him. he's returned home. So all is well. And so maybe he did end up taking his phone and that's why it was pinging to this reserve. And that's why they went there. I don't know. That's possible. It is huge. Possible. It's huge. Amanda said Gabby's dad. Gabby's dad. Yeah, yeah, showed up in my house too. Um, if the FBI showed up in my house to like put cameras up on my neighbors, I'd be like, yeah, come on in. Hold on. Let me take down my cameras. I I'll just give you my footage. You're good. You don't have to use your resources. While we're here, let's talk about Delphi. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So the other case that's back in the news is um, Heidi Broussard. You guys all remember the Heidi Broussard case? Oh. Um, December 2019, Heidi had gone missing with her three-week-old baby, Margot. Yes. Aren't they supposed to be so hungry in prison? Like, <laughs> prison food. Do I have the letter? Oh, did you send me something? I don't know, because I'm on my phone because my computer went crappy. So hold on, let me look. But, oh, yeah. but seriously, like, isn't prison fair supposed to be not that great? I mean, also, what kind of, like, 
what is it called? Commodity? What is it called? The commissary. <laughs> what a kind of commissary? Like <laughs> first money does she have? She's rich, bitch. But right. so I mean, on the thumbnail, you guys probably don't even recognize her, but right next to Gabby is actually a lady dark brown hair with a mask on. Um, that's actually Megan Firamuska. Uh, she was in court yesterday and today. Um, her attorneys is his pre-trial motions and stuff. Um, but it's been two years. I mean, over two years. Yeah. So Margo's like a little over two. That's just crazy to me. But yeah, so, I saw pictures of her of Margo. And she's so cute. So she's sad. so cute. She is so cute. And she's like walks and talks and she's like a big girl now. So uh, it's just so crazy that it's been, you know, over two years since that happened. Um, so Megan was in court with the, with her defenses filed some motions uh, that the officers did not have their search warrant when they were searching the house and her property. Oh. And so they're trying to get all the evidence like kicked out of the trial. That evidence would include Heidi Broussard's body because it was in the trunk of of Megan's car. So they're saying that they did not have a search warrant at the time to be searching. I struggle. Okay, so I'll go back up and talk about the story for a little bit. Um, now, see, I didn't think that Shane did it, Amanda. So we yeah. didn't all think that. I was the one that was like, yeah, I'm not sold yet. Because mm -hmm. he cared too much about his baby having certain formula. And that was weird to me and made me think, why did, like, if he got rid of his wife and kid, he doesn't care about this baby having a special formula. So, um, so let's see. Oh, I hope they aren't able to. So, okay. So go well, back up to December, 2019. And um, it's, it was kind of, it was so crazy how it all went down, but the, the Houston and Austin, police were at and the rangers were at megan's house and if you guys remember it all unfolded that nobody knew who the house was and, and her best friend at, happened to actually be on on a youtube channel live at the time and the best friend like recognized the person's house and was like well she wouldn't be there and it was like a big thing so crazy um but anyway so the cops the cops had seen the baby they'd seen her with the baby with a baby right the the boyfriend her boyfriend megan's boyfriend was went to target to buy supplies and whatnot and the cops actually got him like stopped him there and started talking to him about it well the house actually belonged to him so i think that the stuff from the house is going to be fine because he actually okayed for them to go into the house at the same time all this is happening obviously the cops are there she's in the back and knows that the cops are, are there and one of the one of them jumped the back fence because he saw, he says, this is what he testified to, that he saw her walking back into the house and was afraid that she was going to hurt the baby because he knew the baby was in the house. So he jumped the fence pre-search warrant. That was his probable cause because it was, you know, safety of, of human life. <clears throat> so that's why he jumps the fence. He says he did not search the house. He went in, checked, you know, for the, for safety measures, like, you know, police do when they enter somewhere that, you know, for police safety. And then took the baby and gave the baby to like a, you know, a family worker, like a DCFS or whatever it's called in that area. So he's saying, I did not search the house pre-warrant because the warrant wasn't actually signed until almost nine o'clock that night. Mm. So then they talk about the car. Well, the pictures of the car and the pictures of the trunk open that were all on live TV, um, 
were taken during the daytime. You could, it was light out nine o'clock at night or almost nine o'clock at night would not have been light out anymore. So they're arguing that they opened the trunk, which was not the boyfriend's. It was hers. And that that should be thrown out because they didn't have probable cause to be able to do it. I don't see how they're going to be able to win that, but I don't know all the technicalities, but my point is it, the, they found the baby in the house. But Hi or Megan said that it was her baby, that she had just given birth to her baby. So I don't know. That one's going to be tough, but that would be crazy if that got thrown out. I don't see it. I don't see it. I mean, there's no common sense way that that, I mean, listen, but she didn't just have a baby. This isn't your baby. <laughs> this is your baby. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> so what she said. Boy, she thought it was found the baby on a technicality. Like, get out of here. Sometimes they common sense should just take over for, you know, some dumb shit in the law. But <laughs> found it on a technicality. <laughs> But it is, well, I mean, that I legal system is set up a specific way and the attorneys are obviously going to go there and fight, you know, based off of what's legally right and not morally right. The courtroom doesn't typically face a lot of morally right. Mm -mm. Otherwise, Casey Anthony would be in prison. Yes. They would if I was the judge. I'd be like, shut mm -hmm. up. I wouldn't even let <laughs> you be the judge. <laughs> they would be like, no. Mm -mm. <laughs> what are you now. talking about? <laughs> We were, we were scouring baby registries. She, she yeah, Megan ha had a baby registry because she was saying that she was pregnant when Heidi announced that she was pregnant. Megan announced that she was pregnant and their due dates were supposedly like a couple days apart. It was oh, a crazy, bad. crazy case. And I'm, I'm glad that it's finally moving forward. I mean, she's been in prison for like two years and I think her bail, her bond is like set like at 1.6 million and she's not gotten out. She's been sitting there for two years. Not, not hmm. tried. Hmm where she needs to be anyway that's how i feel so anyway so she in her so she was you know she was friends with heidi for like 20 years so in the older pictures she's very skinny very like gaunt like you know very mm -hmm. you know like and then when she was arrested she was a little you know she was a little chunk now she's gained a lot of weight in prison i didn't oh, yeah, know that I was her. i had no idea that was her. I'm like, who is the chick next to Gabby in this picture? I have who no idea who Gabby is. like that. <laughs> yeah, well, she crazy. Megan Piramuska. Crazy. She crazy. Yeah, crazy I mean, crazy. It, looks, it looks like a swollen Jacqueline. <laughs> but see, I think this is one of the first times that she's actually been able to come back to like physically be in court. I think every other motions hearing has been via Zoom. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's take it. She looks very different. Let me see. Maybe I can send the other one because otherwise I could just show it to you. But um, uh, Amanda, no, Your you do not. This letter word. You better stop it, that beautiful baby. Yeah, you got a little man going on. Mm -hmm. Let me see. Okay, hold on. Let me see if I can send this to you real quick. <clears throat> I'll send it to the admin chat. What are we? What am I getting? I'm sending you the full photo that I used for that. So you can actually put the full photo up. Oh, okay. Okay, one second. If I be doing too much on my computer while we're talking, then it starts getting all. Oh yeah, yeah don't do that. Um, yeah, but I'll, this okay. photo's even better if you could put that one up. Okay, give me a second, I grab it. Aw, Tiff sent you. She's so good. She's so good to me. Miss Kay has a good, I thought police, can search the trunk of a car if they have probable cause. 
Right. So they're saying that they did not have probable cause to search it. That's what the defense is trying to say, is that there was no probable cause for her for her car to be searched or the house. The defense is also <laughs> saying the house because she lived there, but the house was actually owned by him. So I think they're going to that'll be a weird technicality because he said they could search it. Yeah. But the car is actually in her name, not the boyfriend's. But I would think that the probable cause would be that they had the baby. But at that time, DNA testing or anything had been done to prove that that was Margot. And she's saying it's her baby. So did they have probable yeah. cause to search her car? Did they talk to, did they say that that happened before or after they talked to Christopher at Target? After. They searched the car after because that would be the probable cause that. Well, he's saying that I mean, Megan told him this is his kid and he's just at the store buying supplies. So he thinks it's his kid. He was out of town when she gave birth. And like, you know, everybody questioned like, well, how did you not know that she was not really pregnant? And he's like, I literally let her live with me because she was pregnant. We weren't like together. She, like she had her own room and then she he was, was heavy. So he's like, I didn't think much about it after that. Well, maybe like he was like, you know, like his demeanor was, you know, not believing like, like, oh, my gosh, or like, maybe you're right or something like maybe his demeanor was like the probable cause there, you know, like if he had been like, that's my baby. No, you can't go to my house. But that's not what happened. Right. But whatever special formula and stuff that the baby needed was what he was buying. So that was another weird thing. Why? Mm -hmm. hmm. Amanda said that they uh, there was a smell. I see. I don't remember that, okay, but I don't know. Is that, is that they're going to be able to use that as probable cause? So anyway, so they're going to rule. They're not ruling on the suppression of evidence until like mid April. So we have, I'm surprised. Cause I don't, I mean, it was two days of a hearing. Everybody's testified, but I guess, you know, the judge wants to go through all of it. So we won't even hear whether they suppress this evidence until like mid April. Okay. We got to put that on our list. Right. We'll check on that. Okay. So that's the Gabby. That's the Gabby. Okay. So here's, yeah, so that's Megan. Oh my gosh, yeah. That's a different picture. Hmm. So isn't that crazy? I mean, so about the prison food. <laughs> I mean I'm not even trays or like what? Like she's getting extra trays, she's getting a bunch of I mean, how do you do nothing and eat barely nothing and then they work in the I kitchen? I don't know, I've never been yeah, I, don't, I don't. I've never been to prison, so I have no idea. Maybe, maybe I'll have a new update. I have on quite a few cousins <laughs> in there, and they rotate themselves out. I feel like anymore these days, but they work in the kitchen, and every time they come home, they're a lot bigger than when they came in, for sure. You'd think you'd be losing weight, really? Mm -hmm. No fast food, you know. I mean, you got the smaller portions. I don't know how you're getting so much food, but I, I know in commissary they can buy like. You know, chips and stuff like that. But they make burritos. They make a spread. Like they have a whole prison is a whole life for them in there. But here's the thing: is like she's not convicted. Yeah, but she's guilty. <laughs> but so I'm just saying, it. would she even have a job? I mean, she's not. She doesn't. She's not Are gone through the system. Yeah. Yet. You know what? That's right. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just when my cousin a thyroid problem. Very possible. I have a thyroid mm -hmm. problem. Maybe they suck. <laughs> I could not. I did not. Rec I did not recognize that picture at all. At all. I'm looking at the thumbnail, and I'm just like, "Who is this?" <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't look like the same person. 
Oh, maybe meds. Maybe she's on some type of medication. Yeah, because we don't really know much about her besides the fact that they were friends and she was very good point. Supposedly pregnant at the same time, and then and that Heidi was seen getting into her car, which has always bothered me. And if you guys remember, they said that Heidi got into the back seat of Megan's car. Megan got into the passenger seat. So who the hell was driving? That's always bothered me. And I cannot wait for trial for that to be figured out. Was there another oh, Miranda possible relationship? Remember with when um, that during that live of that other person of whatever during that live <laughs> where that was all happened, um, the friends like you could hear her stomach drop. You know, like when when she was like when she said like oh my god you know like when it was clicking you could see it clicking you could like that was just like, she wasn't so even much. on camera and you could hear it you just heard yeah. everything going could... on at that time it was oh it was god, really a crazy imagine. it was a very crazy live i was one of the people that was like looking stuff up and putting it in the chat like hey this is what's going on it was nuts yeah i watched that actually live also and then i think we all did at that at that time because it was off the hook well, not because I wanted to or anything, just because that's where the live was happening. <laughs> that's where it was going down. I don't know. I still know, regardless, I, I mean, regardless of how I feel about certain channels, I, it was still, very, it was handled very well. Okay, so I, guess we'll, we'll wait till, <laughs> I know we'll wait till, we'll wait till April to hear what happens there. Yes. Um, okay, Michelle, I think I can handle it now. I don't know. I didn't know. Thank you. Thank you. This is this is you Wait, though. I don't. Gonna... I can't do it. I got it. Who are we showing this um, letter to? Oh, uh, Stephen sent that to me. That's the that's the Brian Laundry. Yours your shots were terrible. So this one's actually mine. This is my whatever. Shot. It was Steph's yeah, shot. So you guys can pause it and read it later. Steph's talking <laughs> stuff about your, about your shots. Okay. I... <laughs> You, want, you can read it if you want to. I can't see it well enough to read it on my. It's very tiny on my phone. As you, you can know, see, I'm already, I'm already really, getting right next to it like this again. Yeah, we're all... I can't do that. <laughs> I, thought, I thought at the time this was real, and I, I think I still do feel that way. It says, um, "Mom and Dad, I just wanted to say that I'm sorry for everything that has happened. I never intended for any of this. Gabby and I were truly in love, and I would." give anything for her to still be here. I know that no one will understand that things simply got out of control. The strain on our relationship was more than I could bear. I should have known to stay home after what happened in Moab. Moab. Everything was already a dumpster. Was already was already a disaster. A dumpster <laughs> was already a disaster at that point but something made me return once gabby was gone forever i realized i was that i was too when we went camping at fort DeSoto, i wanted to tell you what really happened but i couldn't bring myself to please forgive me for all that has happened and all that i have put everyone through i was too ashamed to tell gabby's family what happened to her i was too ashamed to tell anyone i hope since someday people can understand what really happened. 
until we meet again someday, I love you forever, B. So this makes it sound like he did not tell them what happened or not tell them the truth about what happened. Uh-huh. When, when, when was this released? Do you remember? This was, yeah, this was released right when they found the body and uh, allegedly a news... A, so I my screenshots I have are from... Somebody had took a screenshot of the, they said it, they said it was a news um, outlet, a reputable one or somebody on the news, like actually on TV, on the news. And then that channel or that station pulled it down almost immediately, which is correct. And I was, I was watching this play out live. That is all correct. That if it was up, it was pulled down almost immediately. And these screenshots were taken from that news station allegedly but then people said you know they're fake and this and that i think that at the time when it was found that it would it would have been something that they did not want the public to see you know like it, yeah. i don't know so, so don't is know. it confirmed that this is legit though no 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 it's not it's not it's not legit or it's not confirmed it's not confirmed that this was written by like yeah no it's nothing about it is confirmed <laughs> Ah, could have been directed by Bertolino. Sorry, the family maybe. Amanda's a good point to exonerate the family, mm -hmm. or was it just put out after? I love when murderers say what happened to, not what I did to her. <laughs> yeah, what happened to her? It was unfortunate that happened to her. It happened to her. Well, I wonder if I wonder <laughs> if we can. How was a note? It was in that water waterproof bag. I wonder if this will get if they'll get confirmation on this then, or we can find out if this is real or not. Yeah, maybe that lawsuit will make it will bring this to light. You know, mm -hmm. like part of that lawsuit would be what was in the note that was written. Right. Well, I'm wondering. You said, Mom and Dad, remember when I told you on the beach, and then you said for me to run away to Canada? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that, well, it's interesting nonetheless, whether it's real or fake. I mean, it's part of what what we look at, and then figure out i think that's what's so captivating by this case this is what gets everybody going it's all of this it's all of these things all this evidence the, the notebook there's so many both families involved there's like you said in the beginning today there's a lot to this all right well let's we'll keep an eye on see if we ever hear anything if this is confirmed to be i always assumed this was the note they said they found in the mustang they later said it was just a note from cops about the mustang i never believed that huh, huh. i won't Oh, I thought that whatever they found on the Mustang was, oh, I didn't, okay, so I'm confused. I thought they had just, they were there at the Mustang, there was like a ticket on it. Yeah, that's what I thought too. It was like, a, your car's going to be a warning, found. like your car's about to be towed, yeah. you've been parked here for too long kind of ticket. I and didn't so know that they, they said a note was in it, like to them, the parents, or, I don't know. Hmm. All right, Fine. Michelle. Got you. Okay, we're gonna this one's gonna be tough, guys. So I'm gonna I want to put a little trigger warning out there because man, when I saw I came across it, I was like, "What in the actual f?" I stumble my words, so we're gonna. Uh, so a trigger warning: it is it has to do with a kid, and it is um, a little gory. So if you can't handle that, please by all means feel free to come back in about 10 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, is anyone familiar with the Kamari Holland case? Because that's who we're talking about. Uh, you can give a little background. Like we do. 
Uh, Kamari Holland was little girl from, I'm sorry, guys, give me one second. <laughs> is there anybody in this group that is not okay with a little gory? Because I'm just oh, wondering. Yeah. <laughs> it's just tough when it's a kid, man. Yeah, true. I but... mean, I think that, like, you know, we deal with gory a lot when it comes to older people, but some people, yeah. when it comes to a kid, when it comes to an animal, you know, mm -hmm. like, no, uh, like, those, are the, those are the two that are hard. This is why I don't know anything about any other cases because I'm stuck on these kid cases and you just can't get off of them. But we have Kamari Holland. She was a five-year-old little girl. Um, her mother, her mother basically exchanged her for sex. Can I say it that way? <laughs> um, Jeremy was a friend of hers, not a boyfriend. Uh, just simple exchange of money. And she sold her little girl and over to him. He brought uh, Kamari back to his home in Alabama, where he where he murdered her, and by they've determined now by strangulation. And then um, I can't say. It. Uh, oh yeah, now I remember this now. Big trigger warning. I remember. After uh, murdering her, he filmed himself having uh, sex with her dead body. Um, Prior to this update, they had originally thought that it happened um, beforehand, but they now know that it happened after he strangled her. Sick um, recorded it. He recorded it. He recorded it. He, um, how about I read the charges and maybe that'll yeah. just, uh, Jeremy was charged with uh, capital murder in the course of a kidnapping, rape, sodomy of a corpse, child pornography production he was attempting to also sell this video um, he attempted to sell it yeah. and there was talks between him and um kelly the mother because she goes by three she has two or three different names she's kelly chrissy she has a couple different names so i call her kelly um kelly was actually trying to help him put in a new line of production for this video from her daughter. He also Wait, so she knew that the video had been done after her daughter was deceased, knew that this video was taken and was helping him to try to sell this video. They uh, law enforcement was able to get a hold of their conversations. They were texting back and forth and they had phone calls back and forth, maybe like an hour or two after he had taken uh, Kamari. He took her back. He he took her back to his old home, and they found her that very day. That same day. This is a hard one. Yeah, this is this is not an easy one. So, uh, in all of this, it, her mother does an interview at a toy drive where she is donating all of Kamari's toys. As she's giving this interview, is when she's in talks with him of selling that video. She doesn't state if she knows if, Car if Kamari's even alive anymore. Jeremy was involved in multiple child abuse cases. Um, I got a little history of him earlier and also involved in one, let me see, one death investigation from 2009 of a one-year-old baby. He was being investigated for that case still? Mm-hmm. This reminds me, is this, this is a separate case though, right? Of the one, like of the hotel, there's hotel footage, like the mom Amari. was paying a debt. 
is this this one? And like yeah. they left the hotel and no, because they found that little girl, I think, just on the side. There's another know, similar one. The mom. I know Mari was found in dumpsters um, by Siegel Suites. Is that who you're talking about in Vegas? Now this is a this one's a girl that they were she was trading her daughter. This is yeah, Kamari. She was trading. No, her. no, I'm talking about the one Christine's talking about. Um, I yeah, well, she was paying like a drug debt or something, and the the man took. There's like footage of them in an elevator at the hotel. He left with the little girl, and she's like an older little girl, like I don't know, like old enough to be aware of like what the hell is happening, and then they found her body and he had strangled her and like, and that one was terrible too. The, that the fact that there's two similar ones, if it is two in my head that I'm. It's well, yeah, I want to look it up now. Do you guys know it's five, if that helps. I don't know if the girl was around that age or not. The one that I'm talking about, there's specific footage of them in the elevator and he's carrying her out of the hotel after the mom. And then that's the last time that she's ever seen alive. I don't know if it's this case. I've not seen that if it is, that's what I'm wondering if it is. And I just don't know it. Yeah, I, I'm going to check that out because I wonder, I mean, that would have everything to do with this. Can you pull up, Christine, can you put up a picture of of um, her mom and the dude that I don't even, I, don't, I can't even stand calling her mother. But... Jeremy. Jeremy and Kelly. Yeah. If you Can you grab one and stick it up there by chance? Can you spell the girl's name again? What is it? Kamari? Yeah. K-A? Yeah. K-A-M-A-R-I? And Michelle, she didn't actually have custody of her. No, at the time. Well, they they were going through visitation between her and the father, uh, Corey. Corey settled on having visitation at her house, but it was in the it was in the custody arrangement that she was allowed to have Kamari three full days of the week, and then Kamari's supposed to go back to him. But what he didn't tell everybody was that he was just allowing Kamari to pretty much live with her and he would go there and visit. Oh, so he was supposed to actually have physical custody and just basically gave her back. I think personally, I think, cause I, I I've seen this before where the parents try to work it out. They already have some type of custody in place somewhere and they okay. just say nothing. They don't go back to court. They don't anything. And I kind of feel like that's what happened here. Cause it, it they, they, they say that he was, known to be going over to Kelly's house at least three to four times a week. So who reported her missing? She did. Kelly The did. mom did. Mm -hmm. She said she woke up on December 13th and checked the entire home and Kamari was gone. And then later on that day, they, I believe they found her. What and day did she give her to him? I believe that was the 11th, December the 11th. So and she waited a couple days. She waited two days. And then he took her to Alabama. Mm-hmm. To a property that he still owned or had previously owned? It's considered Phoenix, Alabama, where he okay. the home he previously owned. And I believe around three, four o'clock that day they found her in the home. The day she the day she was reported missing. Mm -hmm. So they immediately figured out exactly who it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's her mother. Yeah. And this little girl's so cute. And that's Who's Kitty. Mm-hmm. Kitty Kelsey. You know. Michelle's kitty cat is meowing at her. I hear the cat too. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I got cats, dogs are everywhere. Yeah, that's him. That's the A little bit more about Jeremy's history because, I mean, he, he was involved in 11 other child abuse cases 
all were dropped um, about three years later. And the, oh, I'm sorry, the charges were dropped on the one-year-old because due to lack of evidence. So this has just been, his past is, is it's horrific. It's horrific. I, I, I have to look into what had happened with the one-year-old because I had just seen that today, but you can only imagine. Shania Davis, that, that actually rings a bell, but I don't mm -hmm. remember the circumstances. That one was pretty terrible like this too, yeah. And she was killed as well? The one-year-old? Um, no, the Shania, Shania Davis, Davis. Yeah. yeah, and like a similar story, it was, it was a drug debt though. And there's like, here, hold on, I'm grabbing the... Mm -hmm. Miss K. Mm-hmm. These people are disgusting. It does. It makes you question humanity. It really, really does. Like that's her that's her mother. She knew everything. She knew everything. They they were friends in a sense. There was no sexual relationship or nothing like that. And sold her baby. And did he pay for her or was it a drug exchange? Do you uh, know? Everything is said that he paid for her. Like it was cash. No like drug. he paid cash. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think he's done this multiple times before. And I think maybe that some way, somehow they had zero evidence with the one-year-old, but. Most likely so, and the one-year-old was, was found deceased. Yes. And was there any um, trauma? <sighs> There, there's zero reports on what actually happened to this baby. I couldn't find anything on the one-year-old today. Nothing. Mm. So this is Shania. Oh, yes. I do remember her. I remember this. Mm -hmm. I have to get my face really close because, like I said, my screen's kind of small. So when you guys are like, why is the way? Look at her. I look like my head's like kind of floating in, the, in nothing, though. That's really That poor baby. Like, she... um. I do remember her. She's adorable. Oh, goodness. When was that? When did that happen? Um, I'm trying to like get like a... Are you there with it too? 10 years. It was so like 2009. Oh, did you he get the death sentence? Freaks give lots of money for kids. That's so sick. They said 10 child abuse charges in 2009 all dropped due to lack of evidence. Same thing with the one-year-old's homicide. Well, murder, I'm sorry. Wow. With that history, I don't, I don't under, there's been a gag order now in place um, and they will, I believe June 1st, we should be getting another update from uh, Sheriff Taylor. They have now taken over the they're basically running PR for this case because it's gotten so big now. Mm -hmm. So he's pretty much taken over everything. Well, I can't even believe that they even put out into the public that there was this video that existed. That's just crazy to me to begin with. But I mean, the, de the uh, defense attorney is going to try to say that they're, you know, contaminating a jury pool, which I mean. <laughs> they referenced that he had lighting equipment. Jack paid for Shania's funeral. Oh. Wow. oh, that's so cool. I'm um, okay. Let's, that's why I said I knew that one was going to be tough. I'm like, you wanted to like start off. I can't, man. I'm like, I got to work into that because that's. We're going to get out of this. 
She's so cute. She really is. She really, really is. She really is. Just to know his his history alone and just imagine <laughs> being the detectives who found this video and they're reviewing it and just no. what do you do with this? Yeah, just as, as they're just going through like evidence, as they're just going through it like a phone dump and here all of a sudden this is what they come across. Like talk about vomit and just traumatizing. I caught both myself three times. Can't get it out. detectives that like specifically investigate like child like sex crimes and they are like like how do you like yeah they're like senior detectives and stuff but how the hell like do you like get like know. how do you train for that like how like you know like you're like some kind of like special detective like investigator that has a stomach for anything to like move up the ranks enough to be able to like lead cases like that is well special victims right they're traded out almost or right every two years or two or three years they make them cap out there like they're not well i don't even know i would they be any good if you move them out of there though because they still have all of that and now you're just yeah. almost traumatizing more officers by putting more people through it yeah they're, i mean you, know, you can't just like put any officer like they have to like yeah they gotta be go to a place for that. Very, you yeah. know like they're not going to throw like a Rockland PD officer like, in my hometown. Well, think about like, like bone like, from Watts. Like that dude, he had to go out and leave. Mm-hmm. In that case, you would. Well, I'm just saying, like that would be the same thing. Like you have all this, these sick freaks. Mm-hmm. I I go I go to say certain things and I have to stop myself because I go to say the word and I, it's just not I I can't say it. I just they say that like the that there's a level of like crime that like we would say is like the worst of the worst and that is like it's just so not that the general public couldn't handle even understanding the depths of like evil that you know some offenders and stuff like we just wouldn't be able to comprehend it like as a public we could like we couldn't handle it no, man, there's That's stuff that happens around us every day that I'm like, how the hell? Like, I couldn't even, I don't even understand that, much less any of that, much less any of this deep craziness. Which actually brings me over to the Harmony case. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is another circumstance where, where there's, there's much speculation on whether she was killed or she was sold or given away or you know nobody knows yet but there's been some recent updates they uh i'm sorry adam and kayla just in court actually you no know, can we talk about the governor first here because i love him i love him in this case i love him i cannot say his name it's governor so so something but he's, he's so so something so so something he's so so great i love him basically he feels um, withholding the info from the public from the DCYF case. Um, is anybody up to date with this before I just, do we know about the report that the governor no. put out about? No. So yeah, give us a little backstory. So everybody knows, uh, I don't know if everybody knows, so maybe give us a little bit of a backstory on Kayla. Oh. Well, it's Kay Kayla and Adam are. Uh, Not Kayla. Uh, I'm sorry. Harmony. <laughs> I'm saying oh, Kayla. Yeah. I, don't give, I don't want a backstory on Kayla. Just forgive me. <laughs> okay. Um, Harmony is a seven-year-old little girl. She went missing when she was five. Um, she is the daughter of Adam and Kayla Montgomery. Um, well, daughter of Adam, 
Kayla's the same. I'm sorry. Yep, I'm confusing little Oakley again. That's okay. Uh, They're very similar. So it, it is, it's very crazy how similar those two cases are. Mm -hmm. Very, very similar. Very. Um, Harmony has not been seen since 2009. Teen. Uh, I'm sorry. 2019. 2019. <laughs> Kamari is still sitting. I'm just, uh, the video keeps <laughs> in my mind. She puts her hand behind her ear like, speak up. <laughs> It is very late where you are. And I know like, I'm like, I'm really sorry that I have to push it back. You're like, sorry. The cat's over there. The dogs are flying over there. We're like, it's fine. We got this. <laughs> All right. So Harmony has not been seen since 2019. Uh, this, this is a little difficult. Harmony was living in New Hampshire and uh, her mother, Crystal, was with her up until 2018. Uh, Crystal suffered from drug addiction and whatnot. And um, many people have different um, opinions on Crystal. I don't have any. Um, if Crystal was going to get help in the midst of this, wonderful. Um, but in, in this time, Harmony was placed in foster care, basically, under DCYF. And in process of, in that system, Adam had gained uh, custody of Kayla in Massachusetts. Harmony. Harmony. I did it again. Oh, no, you, I, I did it the first time. You did it this time. <laughs> oh I'm doing it chart. I confuse them. It's, it's horrible. So that basically, there was no communication between New Hampshire DCYF and Massachusetts DCYF. And Harmony was placed in Adam's care, not, well, should have known. The judge, the judge claimed he did not receive certain reports on Adam and whatnot. And that is, that's kind of where I am right now with this whole case. Um, I'm in a Facebook group with this and we're, we've all been writing and reaching out. Uh, the judge put out one statement uh, basically saying that in, in so many words, it's not his fault that he did not receive all these reports on Harmony. And he felt as though uh, placing her back with her biological father was the, was the best for Harmony. Not checking out Adam's past, not checking out. There was no, um, there was no home check. There was no, nothing in between for Harmony to have evaluations. Nothing, nothing. So she was just placed in their care. Um, around i believe it was adam's brother or it was harmony's uncle that reported that she had gotten a black eye um the caseworker said that whenever they were there the kids looked happy and healthy that they felt no reason that uh adam and caleb was doing anything wrong uh but they still labeled her in 2019 as, as her dcyf case as a high-risk case um I don't understand that with the black eye. Just still not understanding how nobody ever went back to check. No one has ever checked on this child ever. No. It's just the same like we were talking about last week. And I have something to say about this afterwards. But okay. Two whole years went by and not and no one has seen this baby at all. So she's a high risk in the DCY, whatever it is there. And I always say that because I know everybody's got different ones. She's high risk. They know that she had a black eye, even if it was an accident. You, you have to assume that it was not and do follow up and they still don't ever go back and check on this family. Never. They go once they get out of their car door, they have a slight conversation. She sees Harmony for a second or two and is back in her vehicle. And that was it. 
says she never seen the black guy, never seen anything. It was the uncle who reported it as well. He reported it, and I believe uh, another family member on Adam's side reported it. Yeah. Okay. So now, so the governor, the governor of New Hampshire, which is where she went, where she was actually turned over. Mm -hmm. She was from New Hampshire to Massachusetts. Okay. So that's the governor that's actually working on something for her, right? Mm -hmm. He's for New Hampshire. Okay. So what's happening? So what's the governor doing? He, uh, he basically, he dug, he created his own investigation. He dug into the DCYF office offices and uh, he basically, he generated a report for the public to have. Um, he took out anything that he deemed uh, it, that had nothing to do with the actual case within itself, because that's what a lot of the Montgomery's had a problem with, with this report being um, let, let out. There's also, an, uh, I believe it's DA O'Neill. Him and him and governors, they're, they've been going back and forth and their representatives have been going back and forth. O'Neill feels as though that this report should not have been out. They feel that all information regarding any of these DCYF cases and things like that, that the public should not be aware of any of it. Governor feels the complete opposite. He feels the more information, the better so that the public can help and we can get these babies out there a little bit faster. Good. Uh, they're, they're looking to start a new law between Oakley and Harmony. Um, hopefully we could do Oakley one day as well. But um, Oh, yeah, for sure. They're looking to basically uh, get more funding and things for caseworkers, and they want to start basically a system where it's not just the um, the social worker and the guardian. There's at least four or five key point people, basically, to make sure that there's always someone checking on these children, no matter what, no matter where they go. They can never slip and fall into the cracks. Two years of, you know, baby has not been seen in two years. And there's so many. We have Oakley. We have Cody. We have... I, buy, I literally have three binders over here. There's at least 11 off the top of my head. And these are the kids that are actually trending, not even the kids that are, that don't get the attention, you know? Um, but I feel like Harmony's case is going it, to, it's, it's going to be one of those cases where I feel like uh, criteria will change. It, 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 it will change. Um, I think there's five access points of people and the key players involved and all that. I think that will be a huge, huge turnaround for these babies and these kids that are going missing and these parents that are just, it's happening because it's happening too much, you know, and they're watching others get away with it. And that's like the thing. So like, as far as like all these kids, these cases where the kids are not being reported missing for like and what whatever extended amount of time, like if you have kids missing, like you should call while you're running down the street in the neighborhood. Right. They're missing. You are calling for help right away. Like these cases are so many that like it's extended time, like Tylee and JJ and Harmony. And um, I mean, now I can't think of any others off the top of my head, but you guys know that there's a bunch. So like I was thinking like, what is like, the what is it that like is wrong here that the people aren't it should it should be like not only it's not just on the parents or maybe it should be more of not on the parents it should be like the community around and like the family around like and to a certain degree of separation i would say but like the neighbors the like you I'll watch your kids. Go ahead and watch mine. Like, you know, keep having, you know, you know, like, like it should be like, we're like a report, but you know, I haven't seen those kids or heard them, you know, Mm -hmm. 
So I'm, I'm hoping in all of this responsibility of the community, you know, it should be more on the family members. Like, why didn't you report these kids missing? Like, it's not only on the parents, like, but then you don't want to like open up the door to like all these like nosy Nancy's and neighbors and whatever, you know, like, but still, I just really think that there's like a certain degree of like, like a family and cousins and stuff. Like we haven't seen these kids. We have to report this or we're going to get in trouble. Like, you know, like where the teachers. Yeah. Where's their accountability? Yeah. Like, Look, if not for Oakley's principle, no one would have known, you know, this would have been another harmony. It would have went well, that, and like harmony wasn't like we were talking about this last week too. You know, um, harmony was in school in New Hampshire and never went to school in Massachusetts. Mm-mm, so she's never enrolled her. So she was lost to the system because she was transferred out of one and never transferred into another one. And nobody ever checked. Nope. Nothing, nothing ever was checked. One time getting out of the vehicle. The, uh, like Amanda says, Orin and Orson were missing for months before reported. But here's the thing. Who was going to report to them? Because that family gets rid of the boys and then they up and move. So their new neighbors don't know that there's boys. No. They only they the have grandparents and like there's pictures of them at birthday parties with other family and stuff. But nobody had not around then. And that's the problem when you have like, you know, two, three-year-olds, they're not like talking on the phone. You know what I mean? Like they're not like, you know, my five-year-old even like who will will say hi to people. You know what I mean? Like rarely are you talking to the two and three-year-old. Well, that's what had happened too. Crystal was on a FaceTime call with Harmony. Um, I believe it was Easter 2019. Wait, audio's cutting out? Yes. Um, Who's audio? Is the whole thing? It's... Somebody tell us mods. Be good, guys. Audio sounds perfect to Misty. So that's weird. Let us know. Um, let's see, Steph, yes, their families are looking for them now. Unsure if they're lost in the system or lost in general. So that's the one we actually talked about that a little bit. I left and came back and it fixed it. Okay. Um, we talked about that the two, the the mom of two boys that was notified that her boys had been in Trezell and Jacqueline's care, had gone missing, um, but they was never confirmed whether they ever stayed in Trezell and Jacqueline's care or if they were transferred out, because there was also a rumor that they'd had foster kids before that they didn't like. I, I don't know how another way to say that, that sound, I, it sounds terrible, but that they gave you know back to the system. Um, so, I don't know if it was ever confirmed that those two, the four boys that were in the home at the time that Oren and Orson were reported missing, those four boys were taken into foster care. And I, I, I don't know where they are. And you're not, I don't think that anybody's allowed to know where they are. I believe they are. So yeah. that wasn't, so Amanda, was that, was it confirmed that that w- was the two that were going back and forth about being foster or adopted at the time? Not that obviously they're too biological, but were they two of the boys that were actually in the house when things happened? Like when, when it was reported missing? If they lost another set, like if they literally lost like these other set of boys, what is going to happen? Like if that's true, like what will the fallout from that be? Oh my gosh. Oh, that would be crazy. I mean, the two boys that the two boys that they said had they had issues with them, and they gave them back. That's the two boys that nobody can locate now. That's the ones I was thinking it was. 
So were there six kids at one time? Yes, Christy. So when the boys were reported missing, they had um, they had four boys at that time. And the time frame of September, which is where they're saying that the Orrin and Orson were actually killed, um, they had they had a total of six. So at the time when they were reported missing in December, there was only four in the house, which was not Orrin and Orson. The lady I heard they were safe, but details are conf. But okay, the, that lady I heard they were safe, but details are confident, confidential, and not released. Okay, yeah, because she was like, "Just give me proof of life that my kids are okay." So that's the two boys that they did have issues with. They didn't like them, and they basically gave them back. They were smoking trees. Those. <laughs> 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 so um. Okay, so before we before we wrap things up, um, Plunder did a video on summer, and there's like a and it's a really quick video, and I don't know if one of you guys can happen to go grab it, but it was um, where Sheriff Lawson actually says something about that they're keeping the timeline of summer secret. Let's see that. Again. I saw Plunder's video, but um... and it's like a, she basically in an article like he's being quoted and he says something about like we're keeping it confidential as part of the investigation which reminded me a lot of Delphi, like, you know, the weird little details that they keep secret. And we had just talked about the very first, one of the very first articles that came out about Summer actually said that she was seen walking down the street at seven o'clock. Yeah. And now they're, with that combined with him saying, like, that they're keeping the timeline confidential, made me think, like, are we all looking at the wrong timeline here? Maybe. Huge possibility. But I totally why? agree with Christy on that. Like, and you know what? If you are a foster parent or you're trying to adopt or something, like, and you you have foster children in your home and it doesn't fit, that's fine. That is yeah. okay. Like, yeah. if you know, if I bought foster children, I've always wanted to be a foster parent, and um, you know, I'm just not there in my steps of life yet. But hopefully, one day I would do that. But let's say my daughter's a teenager or whatever. If if it disrupted my daughter, like my, my core, like nuclear family, you know, I would, I would, that would just have to be a, a negative. Like that would be a, I'm sorry, this isn't going to work thing. Like it has to be okay. And because that's how kids get afraid when they're afraid to like send them back or something like then kids get hurt and it's, it's just a terrible situation. But people that are opening their homes are really putting themselves out there for a huge thing, you know, like it has to be okay to say this isn't going to work for me and my family. I'm sorry. And it, it's just a terrible well, Especially when you right? have other children in the home. Yes. Yeah. It yeah. has to work for them as well first, first and foremost. Because then it, if it doesn't work for your own in the home that are there, then I mean, there's no way that even the foster children could thrive in your home. It just, it would be a constant, you know. Right. I would, I would, I would really love to have foster kids. And I think about it like, because I don't, um, I'm, I don't plan on ever like remarrying, like anytime in my near future, like my daughter is going to be older and, um, it's just me and my son, it'll be me and my son. Like I would love, like, it would be good, you know, for my son to have somebody else to interact with. And, you know, like maybe like, even if the child like spoke like Spanish or something and, you know, like we could adapt with them and mm -hmm. teach them English and we learn Spanish. Like I've always just thought this, it would be a good thing love for my your family, party. but I love your heart. If it, if it did, if it did disrupt my, like me, I would, you, would you know, say like, it, 
Yeah, I mean, you end up in a situation, God forbid, you know, not saying you would do anything like this, but you know, before it got to a point where anything. But in California, especially, it makes me so nervous to even kind of think about like, you know, because there is so many broken points in the system that it's like. I it seems like it's that way everywhere. I mean, every case that we look at right now, especially, you know, these ones that are missing forever, it looks like some form of CPS, DCYF, whatever has been involved in these cases. And these kids are still going missing. Still going missing by their parents. And uh, I, I'm sorry, Adam was actually, uh, there was a second degree assault um, on a child under 13. So we're hoping that that was for the black eye for Harmony. Um, oh, it probably is. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping they're trying to build from that and go from there. And they're due back uh, June 28th. Okay. Okay. So um, speaking of all these, these kids, so let's go back to summer real quick. So I, I thought that was very interesting about the timeline. Cause I was like, if we've been looking at the timeline all wrong and say something about that seven o'clock is actually right. Uh, it changes a lot of the, the narration of when these calls came in and why they're not releasing the 911 calls and so on and so forth. But um, we talked about last week that Candace has her own YouTube channel now. Um, so she's doing a lot of lives and she does them later at night and then she deletes them in the morning. So people are capturing them. So I did not see this one live, but there's one that she did that she did a live the other day. I think it was even just yesterday where apparently she's like, I'm never drinking again because the boys are my family and summer's my, summer's my uh, soulmate or whatever. And I was like, what is she on? A lot of things. What do you mean? What is she on? Let me. <laughs> what is she doing? I don't know, but she looks very happy and that bothers me a lot. She, I was afraid like in her TikToks, she'd have a cigarette. I'm like, she's going to burn the oh, that house one, down. Man. She's going to burn the house down. <laughs> well, that one that she was like in the chair outside and she was like leaning over like, like, <laughs> she was, like, like, <laughs> I was, and don't get me wrong. Cause I, I still am not convinced that they specifically harmed her, but I'm not convinced that they didn't, but I'm like, regardless, you're documenting everything you're doing to never see your children again. I wanted to believe so bad that she took Candace took her and put her somewhere to keep her safe, right? Steph's like, wait, back the fuck up. Yeah. Plunder's new video is called uh Candace. I'm Plunder's new video is called Candace by the YouTube star. Oh, <laughs> Steph, you will love it. I promise. You will love she it. has like twelve thousand followers. <laughs> well, of course she does. Her lives be bumping, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, but you cannot watch the chat. You cannot watch the chat on her lives. It's literally a headache waiting to happen. It's like, yeah, if you have a seizure disorder, do not watch. She has her one mod that's in there trying to control some things. But... <laughs> her one mod. I think she has two now. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to like, why is the world on here talking like this? It's so sad because you want to talk about Summer. Like, I do this all the time. But now that she has this YouTube channel, I'm just stuck. Like, Rangers <laughs> will make an appearance at some point. This is just going to be a whole like. I, mm. Listen, you guys, the FBI is happy. Okay, so <laughs> I know, and I know FBI, that everybody's like, "Well, let her do it. Let her say something. Something will probably flip." And that's why she has twelve thousand followers, and half of them are probably TBI. But I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, I still go back to okay. If this woman is innocent. 
what where the f are her friends telling her get this is not okay why her mom like stop doing this because oh, her friends and her, yeah, mom, her mom they're all like <laughs> this is how they just do i i you know what? Rose Bly dipped and you know, good for her. I bet she's like hella successful somewhere. <laughs> she's just totally out of this no, I life. Think that, I think she's, she's not about I think life. somebody killed her. I think she'll be somebody that their remains are found in like 20 years. Yep. 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 We'll be digging up a site for a building or something and yeah. it will be Rose. <sighs> what do I think about Grandis's friend that said she wasn't at the water hole and took a nap? Uh, Grandis wasn't at the water hole and she took a nap. I thought Grandis said she took a nap. Well, Grandis's friend said she wasn't at the water hole. Her newest interview, she says, remember, she um, had taken medicine that day. Yeah, I thought she I thought she said she took a nap. So I thought we were confirmed that she or, or I shouldn't say confirmed because who the hell knows what's real and what isn't. But um I, I agree with you. I don't know about her not being at the water hole. I mean, she's not filmed at the water hole, but everybody. F more than you know, Steph. <laughs> hmm. Michelle, haha, true. But for, for real, doesn't anyone in her life have the sense to be like, girl, no, right? Like, stop. Like, I would love, I would love to say yes. Doing this. But and who the hell is in the bill? They're feeding into this. They're, they're, they're going to, they'll be next to her on a little screen next week. They're, no. Clearly, no one is telling her. Stop it. Candace should have it? a new show. And I mean, where's Annie when you need it? Like, Real Housewives of the Mountaintop. Like, <laughs> I'm tuning in for this. Okay. There's going to be alcohol, drugs, oh, what is this bars, show that watches explosions. There's <laughs> a show that my husband watches that literally is just like that. I don't remember what it's called now. Shoot. I'm going to have to find out. But let me tell you, SVU, I'm doing it again. Organized crime. Law and order, organized crime. Chris Maloney, I'm for it, guys. Listen, go back from the beginning of this season. What is his name? Love him, too. Oh, Dylan McDermott? Yes. Love him. Love him. He got killed. That was Julia Roberts' husband in Steel Magnolias. Yeah, Dylan McDermott is going to FBI Most Wanted. Yeah, I love him. The show that has, like, all the... I think it was like Jules family, wasn't it? Like they were all out in the like woods and rednecks and what was that show? Annie, if you put that show Alaska, up, the last frontier, <laughs> Alaska, the last frontier. Oh, with the girl named rain and stuff. I don't know. It's Jules that? family. The singer Jewel. It was her family. Oh, oh, I didn't know Jewel. I didn't know that, but like, well, yeah, because you know, Jewel came down to like LA and lived in her car before she was a star. Yeah, yeah. The home so, theaters. Yeah, I know which mm -hmm. one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, just like that, except the East Coast and a bunch of. Okay, so because of the news interview, Grandma said, "I believe they went to the water hole." So now people are questioning it because she should know for sure if she was there. Oh my God, Miss Kay! <laughs> I know. I was just. I just. I. I <laughs> These poor judges that have to talk about YouTube shit, like, I'm sorry. You guys are so educated and <laughs> full of common sense, and here we are. Okay, well, was she, okay, i got to think back, because I'm trying to think. They went to the water hole while she was at the emergency room. Yes. So Grandis should not have been at the water hole. Am I am I remembering this incorrectly? I'm trying to think. Yeah, Grandis mm -hmm. was there and she got like a shot in her knee and Cr 
Chris McDonough said that uh, Candace like helped her out, like let her out by her arm and stuff. She was there. Remember? No, so they so they left Grandis at the hospital, and then she went no. and picked up H. Candace no, and Summer mean... left yeah. Grandis at the hospital to get checked out, and oh, they went okay. and picked up H. Grandis did not go pick up H. So now I'm trying to think in my timeline in my brain did. They go back and pick up Grandis before they went to the water hole, or did they leave yeah. the water? They were waiting for the prescription. Yes. Uh -huh. So they pick up Grandis, they go to the water hole, and then they go to Walgreens to pick up the prescription. So she was at the water hole, but I don't know. So they're thinking that, so she's saying, yeah, I think they went to the water hole. But I'm wondering if she ever even got out of the car. Because remember, we all, I think we all discussed, like, did she, like, how did she walk down that path when that one well, guy was like, walking? She did. Hmm? Because during Chris McDonough's interview, like, he, she, like, showed how she led no, Grandis by the arm. Oh, yeah, she did. That's right. And she led her down the path and stuff. You're right. You're right. Of course I am. <laughs> Okay, so Chris says, there was a lady that befriended Grandis and took notes. I forget what channel I was watching, but they had this lady on, and she for confirmed that Grandis was not at the water hole. See, Christy, I, I don't know. I don't know if I watched that one. Those are those are hard because, you know, sometimes did, did people really actually talk to them? And then, I don't know, the whole Wells family themselves became like a online spectacle of, I don't know, probably just yeah, trying to, trying to muddy the waters. I'm behind this comment. I think that this is how it happened. The timeliness we've been told, Grandis was at the water hole, but in her interview with the news the other day, Grandis said, I believe they went to the water hole. So now people are questioning it. Wait, makes CK? Sense. CK interviewed Grandis? Yeah, CK friend? interviewed somebody's friend a couple times oh. now, I believe. I thought she... Yeah, she's back. You know, she's back in the game. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You get to learn about CK having being back and, and Steph over there is learning that that oh Candace is a no idea. Well, I mean, okay, she's... so this was it the same? Is it the same lady that was on? I don't remember all the names because so many channels cover this, but there was a channel that had that was like messaging with Grandis, and then they said they were with Grandis, and then it came out that they weren't, or they, they said they were friends with Grandis, and it came out that they weren't, or maybe they Maybe it was turned around and said that they were, and it was just somebody saying they weren't. I can't, like, I'm telling you, it's such a mess on YouTube when it comes to that case. I cannot keep yeah, it really is. It's too much. And, like, it's just too much. That's, I mean, I love, um, Candace Bly should keep her channel because it's very <laughs> entertaining and informative. What else could you want in a YouTube channel? <laughs> Didn't Allie and Leslie interview with UT? Yes. So that's what I'm saying. Grandis was not with Candace and Summer when they picked up H. So I'm, that's why I said, I, I'm trying to go through my memory, because like I said, I don't watch a ton of this. I try to keep up on some of the newer stuff, but I can't do the whole back and forth and all the, like this one was talked to, there's so much I can't, I just can't, mm -hmm. um, it would be all consuming, but Grandis did not go to H's house to pick up H according to Allie and Leslie's interview. So I think that they went and picked her up. And then went to the watering hole, which is interesting, though, because if you remember, there was the two stories about why they wanted to pick him up. One was they asked if he wanted to go fishing. And then the second one was they asked if he wanted to go swimming. 
So how did they know that they were going to have to wait for the prescription? You know, I don't if she was at the watering hole, she should know they went, not she believes that's where they went. No, she was not with Summer when they got H. You are correct. Okay. Criminality, the lady that befriended Grandis was on CK's new channel, Just K, the other night. Yeah. That's why I said she's, I think she's talked to her friend a couple times now. Her new um, channel is JK? Is Just K, yeah. Um, yes, CB, keep your channel so you can slip up, and it was Just K. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that we're going to be the ones that solve this one. So let's move on. <laughs> well, yeah, no, not at all. I don't know. Is there any other, is there any other things that were happening? And those were the cases that I'd kind of been keeping up on. You know, Scotty P's um, impeachment for the juror doesn't start again until the 16th. So Megan Boswell's case got scheduled. Megan Boswell's September. Yeah. It was, it was, I think I already have that on the list of trials. Yeah. Fishing, swimming, plus the added water park trip that Don and H brought up. She, man, this is just a mess because the info we have is from Don and Candace. A hundred percent. I'm a hundred percent. Plus, Don and Candace wrote new chapters just to confuse the rest of us. So, I mean, you know what? It's just too much. Well, and they also like to play games. And I won't, yeah. I, I won't bring up too much about you know his stepsisters right now. But yeah, you know, they purposely oh, tried Lord. to set her up. I hope they changed those boys. Thinking names. that, thinking that she was, you know, she was close with Chris McDonough when she was actually, she actually called me and was talking to me about it, and so we we talk about it, and that it screwed up all their plans because they wanted it to be Chris McDonough that went live with the information. Is that like just for just for funsies, just for shits and giggles? Like your daughter's fucking missing. What are you doing? This is just one of those media cases. I feel like I, I pretty much, I go to Tiffany, Amanda and Kelly and Amber for this one, because it's yeah. so hard to keep up with. This is very. DW and CB are making things crazy. Like KCA did. Yeah. On purpose. I think, which, which was why I thought that the, the little piece from that article that Plunder put up was very interesting that they're keeping the timeline close for the investigation. So. I don't. Well, all right. Well, I know there's like a hundred other cases that we could sit here and talk about, but I do have a I do have a little person I have to go pick up. Mm -hmm. The baby. No, not that one. The middle one. I have the, the middle, middle one. one. The I have middle. middle person to go pick up. <laughs> okay. She had a field trip to the state capitol today, so she got to fly on an airplane for the first time. That had to be so awesome. We're so late for everybody on the East Coast, anyway. So. I know. I'm really sorry. Yeah, me too. Kid, kid stuff. Just guys, if you can, please keep an eye out for Michael Vaughn, uh, Oakley Carlson. I'll try and post a few in the Facebook group. Um, if you can, just share their little picture. It takes two seconds. Just hit the little share button, please. Hi, Katrina. Welcome. Um, before we hop off, I'll let you know. So it, me, Teresa, at Criminality. There's Christine, the all-amazing design and who thinks she's always right, which she is most of the time, but sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes she's not. And then this is the lovely Mia Moore Michelle, um, who has, she's on taking care of all the kids' cases and paying attention to all the details of all of that. So that mm -hmm. is who is on screen. And we like to to come on and just talk with you guys and chat about cases and updates and, um, you know, all the stuff that's going on in true crime. Yeah, this is really, this is really, um, like, to everybody here. <laughs> um, like, thank you guys. And thank you, Teresa. And thank you, Michelle. And thank all of chat and all the mods and stuff. It really, 
it feels so great to be here and to like be appreciated and believed and just and don't forget. It, feels, it feels so great and just thank you guys and I appreciate it more than any of you know I've had a long week <laughs> and this is this is why I'm here because these times are so great so thank you. brings us back to what we what we all started here doing we all came together for true crime and and uh to leave the drama behind and let's focus on helping anybody that we possibly can in any of these cases, or at least spreading awareness on them. Um, and I have the best wrenches, whether they're at the pub or at home or on Love their you. laptops or phones, <laughs> they're literally the best and I know some of them have because of the time difference, but um, I love you guys. I really do. So thank you. Yeah. Same here. Don't All right. Guys, bye. All right. Bye you guys. Love you.